Hello and welcome to Pastor Well. I'm Herschel York, Dean of the School of Theology at the Southern Baptist Theological Seminary in Louisville, Kentucky. I'm also senior pastor of the Buck Run Baptist Church in Frankfurt. Pastor Well is dedicated to helping servants of the Lord Jesus Christ be faithful in ministry. We do that by talking about significant subjects that help us in our ministries, especially those of us who've been called to serve as under-shepherds in the Lord's churches as pastors. I want to talk today about what a successful church looks like. You know, uh, there are small churches, big churches, middle-sized churches, uh, churches of different ethnicities, but when we boil it right down to it, what is the church supposed to do? To call a church successful, what must it be doing? Well, to answer the question, I think, first of all, we need to have a working definition of what the church is. And I would say that the church of the Lord Jesus Christ is a group of baptized uh, and regenerate believers who have covenanted together to carry out the Great Commission, to observe the ordinances, and to walk together in discipleship and learning of the Scriptures. So that entails and involves a lot of things. The first thing I would say is that it centers and focuses on the Word of God. Uh, you, you always have a little bit of a struggle that we talk about God first or the Bible first, but since we only know God through the Bible, I'm going to begin with the Bible. I'm going to say that to have a successful church, it has to be a church that knows, believes, preaches and teaches the Bible, that everything the church does comes from the Scripture, and the Scripture is central to everything the church does. You take the Scripture out of some churches, well, the, the, the reality is I could take you on a walking tour of the city in which I live and serve, Frankfort, Kentucky, and I could show you a lot of churches that meet on Sundays but the Bible is not really central to what they do. And I don't think they're substantially different than, say, the Rotary Club. They're social organizations. They're doing certain forms of social ministries. They're helping people. But they don't base it on the Word of God. The, the Word of God is not central to what they do. But at Buck Run, where I pastor, if you took the Bible out of what we do, we're not really left with much because we focus everything on the scripture. It's about preaching and teaching the Bible. Every time we gather together for a worship service, the Bible is going to be proclaimed. And so I would say a successful church uh, does that. It, it knows the word of God, it teaches the word of God, uh, it uses the word of God both in its worship and in its, its proclamation. The second thing I would say a successful church does is that it gathers regularly for the purpose of worshiping the Lord Jesus Christ and proclaiming his word. So a church has to gather. I mean, this is why we don't believe like an internet church. Uh, it's great that the internet exists, that people can watch services or learn something about the Bible. I, my people can turn on YouTube and listen to a thousand preachers better than I any day of the week, but none of those guys are shepherding them. I'm walking through life with my people, and so it's essential that we gather, that as we gather and we 
provoke one another to love and good works when we gather together on the Lord's day. There's just something incredible about that and seeing one another and being in each other's lives, of hearing each other's needs, of praying for one another, encouraging one another, sometimes correcting one another. That happens only because we gather. And when the church gathers and we unite our hearts in worship, we unite our voices in praise, we sit under the preaching of the word together and collectively, man, there's something that just bonds us together week in, week out, through the months, through the years. I've been at Buck Run now uh, 19 years. And what God has done in binding us together in that time is amazing. You know, there are people that they wouldn't be your cup of tea. They wouldn't be the kind of person you'd hang out with. And so you might just avoid that kind of person. But because you're in the Lord's church together, you know what God's doing? He's forcing you to love people like that. He's forcing you to let people like that in your life. And, you know, over the course of years, you discover, man, I really love her. You know, she's not the kind of person that I would ever hang out with. And yet here I find myself loving her. I love this guy. That's the joy of being disciples together. And I think a successful church really prioritizes the, the, the gathering and the worship and being in one another's lives so that we're formed together under that collective preaching of the word. And we worship, we exalt Jesus Christ. I don't think you can have a successful church that isn't truly worshiping. Obviously, that's different than merely getting together and singing songs and listening to somebody preach. There's something that takes place in our hearts and our lives when we genuinely worship the Lord Jesus Christ. I think a successful church prioritizes evangelism, that it's not merely inwardly focused, hey, we're here for us. That's koinonitis. We're dying of fellowship. We've got to be outwardly focused, that we're thinking about the people who do not know Christ, who don't yet know him as Lord and Savior, and we're strategizing in our community and really around the world how to reach them. I think a successful church has a view to the local mission field as well as to the, the world beyond and has a strategy to reach the world. In the Southern Baptist Convention, one of the ways we do that is through partnering together in what we call the cooperative program and our, our mission boards. But whether you're a Southern Baptist or not, I think it's incumbent on any church to say, okay, how are we part of a global strategy? I think a successful church is thinking strategically about reaching the world and proclaiming the gospel to every creature because we know that there in the book of Revelation, people from every nation, kindred, tribe, and tongue are going to be there. So we've got our marching orders. We're guaranteed success. The question is, how are we doing it? Successful churches strategize to do it. I think successful churches are replicating. That is, they're, they're planting other churches. We want to see our building fill up. There's something energizing about having a full building. But man, there's something even better about planting a congregation. Uh, and I think successful churches are always thinking, how can we plant? And you know, even little churches can do that. But you have to think about it. You have to be intentional. You have to say, okay, let's put this into a plan. Let's begin to pray and ask God to help us plant another congregation 
uh, two towns over from us. How can we do that? How can we be involved and partner with other churches to see this take place? And I think successful churches are really discipling their people. It's not enough, I think, to simply have the preaching of the word on Sunday morning. You know, our people are getting just absolutely bombarded by mess with messages from the world. How are we as a church filling their hearts and minds with the word of God? I think successful churches find strategic ways to be teaching throughout the week and not just the preacher preaching on Sunday morning, but what's your discipleship program? Uh, how are you filling the hearts and minds of your people with the word of God, making disciples, teaching them how to share their faith? I think successful churches also prioritize uh, marriage and singleness. I want to say both of those things because you're going to, everybody's going to be in one of those two categories. If you have singles in your church, how are you helping them walk in holiness and feel a part of the community? And then how are you helping marriages in your church thrive, both those that are entering marriage and premarital counseling and learning and discipleship? And then an ongoing discipleship of marriages in your church, and then also pouring into your children. You don't have to necessarily have the children's ministry and youth ministry, but you gotta be making disciples. Successful churches are really reaching their people, uh, whatever their station in life, with the word of God and helping Christ be formed in them. Now, if you're doing these things, I think it is inevitable that you're going to be reaching other people. You'll be growing. Uh, and you know what else? You're going to have a sweet spirit, the savor of Christ, because as you're worshiping, teaching the word, reaching the lost, loving one another, something appealing is so evident to people when they come, your church will grow. Others are going to be coming to faith in Christ, and God's going to be glorified. This is the goal, and everything we do needs to fulfill that purpose of making our church bring honor and glory to the Lord Jesus. That's really what success is, isn't it? It's not about getting big, though. Trust me, I'd, I'd rather have more people than less, but it's really about Christ being central to all we do, and that's showing up in the way we serve and the way we pastor well. <music> 